Good evening, welcome back to We The People Podcast. We have uh, another good episode to create, but before we get into that, let's go ahead and get into the 15th Amendment of the Constitution, which is race, no bar to vote. Section 1. The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any state on account of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. Section 2. The Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. In other words, nobody can be prevented from being able to vote. Unlike what the Democrats keep trying to say, that people are getting denied to vote doesn't happen. It's in the Constitution. Not just once, but we have two more times we'll see it in amendments. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to We The People Podcast. These are the three segments that we have. American Airlines flight attendants prepared to strike during holidays. Democratic Representative Jared Moskowitz urges everyone to support Censor Rashid Tlaib. And then a pro-Biden poll shows Trump tied with Biden in crucial swing states. So let's go ahead and start with American Airlines flight attendant prepared uh, prepare to strike during holidays. Those expecting to travel during the holiday season this year may experience more flight delays and cancellations than ever as tens of, tens of thousands of airline employees gear up for a labor strike. The union that represents more than 26,000 American Airlines flight attendants is threaten, threatening a widespread strike over the holiday travel season if contract negotiations continue to stall. On Tuesday, the Association of Professional Flight Attendants issued a deadline for American Airlines to reach a new deal. If the carrier does not make significant moves to come to a conscious a consensus by November 17th, then the APFA board will convey to seek a release from the mediation process. Clearing the hurdle would trigger a 30-day countdown until the flight attendants could initiate their strike, potentially beginning just days before Christmas. Ron Todd, a 35-year-old flight attendant for American Airlines, reports that the COVID-19 pandemic is among the points of contention that led up to workers preparing to strike. During COVID-19, our crews showed up to face most challenging conditions of our career. Due to the issues with mask mandates, we were bombarded with hostility, threats, and sometimes violence. Only a, f- only a fraction of the fist fighting fights and freakouts made it to YouTube and other social media. It was nuts. We showed up anyways and kept the airline flying, said Todd. The APFA president and flight attendant Julie Hedrick reported that time's up for the airline to respond to the demands of the employees. 
At last week's negotiation session, negotiators for American Airlines showed up with no response to our comprehensive economic and non-economic package. Our flight attendants have over have overwhelmingly authorized a strike, and we will move to the process for forward and prepare for a strike if necessary. Hedrick asserted. The flight attendants are advocating for an immediate 33% wage increase compiled with gradual increases over the next four years resulting in a total pay raise of 50% compared to current rates. Under this proposal, newly hired flight attendants currently earning $30.35 per hour would see their wages increase to $40.37 initially with the subsequent annual raises. In contrast, the previous management proposal suggested an initial 11% pay increase following a 2% annual raises for the subsequent four years, resulting in a total increase of approximately 19% over five years. The union is also pushing for significant changes in scheduling, vacation, and sick leave policies, retirement benefits, and a return to staffing level equivalent to those prior to COVID-19 pandemic. The union is currently working under a contract that was agreed to nearly a decade ago, 2014. A union spokesman, Paul Hartshorn Jr., reported that the flight attendants were working harder than ever. Flight attendants are flying longer days and with less rest. They're flying more flights per day and their duties their duty days, the time that they're required to be on duty for the entire day, have increased as well, Hartshone said. In August, approximately 99% of participating flight attendants voted to authorize a strike. In certain industries, companies have the option to use non-union workers during a strike. However, that's not a viable option for airlines as pilots and flight attendants are specific are specially trained and certified to do those jobs. There are, there are not a significant number of individuals for those roles that are ready, readily available for temporary fill in work. Striking is a last resort for airline employees in part because they are aware of a negative impact it can have on passenger relations. Additionally, under the Federal Railway Labor Act unions, and their airlines are required to engage in federal mediation to resolve their duties. A union can request to be released from mediation, but even if the request is accepted, there is a 30-day grace period and potential action by President Joe Biden that could delay a strike. For American Airlines, they ought to just go ahead and do something with their uh, flight attendants because it's already... have to say I haven't had good good experience with American Airlines as it is. They have so many other issues that why add to it? You're already going to have more problems if you end up not doing anything with the flight attendants. And then, like that where it said at the end, where Joe Biden has a right to step in, and he does. He can uh, make the the airlines go ahead and do for the employees so that way they can stay flying during during the holidays so their best bet is just to go ahead and make a deal that at least is equivalent for the 
flight attendants. The only bad part is I think the flight attendants also have to think about passengers and how um, the increase in tickets will, will well, the price on uh, tickets will increase due to wages increasing because that has to be sup uh, supplemented somehow. And that's going to end up falling back on the passengers. And like I said, with American Airlines, I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't if if, it, if I was them I wouldn't be pushing it too far because they're not very successful <laughs> with their flights. They have a lot of delays, a lot a lot of issues with their planes. There's a lot of like I said. There's a lot of things that they got to take care of to be able to keep their planes in the air. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. Here's the second segment for tonight's episode. Democrat uh, Representative Jared Moskowitz urges everyone to support Senator Rashid Tlaib. Represent, uh, Representative Jared Moskowitz urges the Congress members to endorse the resolution to censor Representative Rashid Tlaib for her reluctance to re retract a post that claims Israel was the culprit behind a Gaza hospital bombing and since she spoke at the at an anti zionism protest at the US Capitol which quickly turned into an insurrection Israel just bombed the ba the the Baptist hospital killing 500 Palestinians doctors children patients just like that Talib wrote directly following the news of an explosion at the hospital in Gaza. Tlaib has subsequently maintained her position on of blaming Israel for fighting back against the Islamic terrorist group Hamas. The congresswoman herself also both Palestinian and Muslim, at least according to her personal ex-Twitter account, I think once we get a House Speaker here, I think that censor resolution will come to the floor. And I do think it's something that everyone should consider, Moskowitz told Fox News. It was later discovered that the explosion actually occurred in the parking lot of the hospital and the reported number of casualties was highly inflated and by the Palestinian officials. Palestinian officials claimed at first that Israel was to blame for the explo explosion. However, after the IDF released audio proof of Hamas members discussing the incident and after Shin Beit intelligence officials showed a mountain of other evidence to world leaders including President Biden pro proving that Hamas and members of the Islamic Jihad had numerous rocket misfires. Many news outlets like the New York Times quickly retracted their false headlines blaming Israel for the Gaza hospital tragedy. Hamas had been had even previously warned Israel officials of the of the of the bear bar bear 
disparage of rockets that were coming minutes prior to the misfire that struck the Gaza hospital parking lot. However, that did not stop pro-Palestinian and anti-Zionist activists from reposting the false narrative originally reported by the number of outlets and they continue to blame Israel's military and the nation as a whole. It was like the way I said before the mainstream media went run, went running with the with some information that was done by the Palestinian news network which is controlled by Hamas so you know that it is going to be propaganda because it's not like how our system works where it's supposed to be freedom of speech and you report what you get out there even though now mainstream media is kind of falling into the well the Palestinian news outlet was but to run with something that is out there that is put by the Hamas to try to say that it was Israel instead of you know waiting for all the facts to be brought out to see who actually bombed the hospital no they right away ran with that and you got this you got uh, the congresswoman that's Muslim also yet it says here that she's actually Palestinian doesn't it make you kind of question because look at the way she is She's supposed to be a representative of the United States. No, she is a person that's in Congress that clearly hates America. You have people that ended up voting her in. Why they did that, I will not understand that. I mean, I didn't. She's not from my state, so I have nothing to do with that. Um, if they voted her in because she's a Muslim and because she was a woman, again, like I said, people. Get the ones that can do the job instead of the ones that you're just doing because of their race or color or uh, what sex they are or what religion they are. It's important to get people that are going to do their job correctly, that know how to do their job and do it for the people, not for themselves. Because this individual still hasn't taken that post off after, no, after it finally came out clearly that Israel was not the one that did the bombing. It was... Um, the Hamas that did it themselves there's tons of proof to show that even after even Biden himself tried to blame Israel and you have so many others that's the reason why like for myself I'd rather get wait a little bit get all the information and be able to have the answer it's the same thing with like that shooting that took place in Massachusetts now there's starting to be enough information to be able to go ahead and talk about it but just to put it out there no, and that's the reason why I agree that they should put a gag on this on this lady because she has no business. She should actually be thrown out of Congress. She has no business being in Congress to represent American people. When she does not represent the American people, she represents she represents everything that's evil. And people like that don't need to be in there. That's the same thing with AOC. She's the same exact same thing. And she's part of her little group of the um, that trio that they have there, that bunch of crazies. We'll be right back.
Welcome back for the third and final segment for tonight's episode. It's pro-Biden poll shows Trump tied with Biden in critical swing states. A new poll commissioned by the poll pro-Biden PAC Unite the Country shows former President Donald Trump tied with President Joe Biden in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin in a hypothetical 2024 matchup. The Democrat polling firm GQR showed that Trump and Biden are tied at 50% among likely voters in those three swing states. The poll sampled 3,000 likely voters across Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. However, among the voters that held negative feelings about both candidates, Trump led Biden by three points 51% to 48% this doubled hater voters as the poll labels them comprised of 16% of the voters surveyed pro-Biden group straining to show Biden tied with President Trump in Pennsylvania, Michigan and Wisconsin senior Trump advisor Jason Miller wrote on X think about that they know Biden is in big trouble in this in these states. Also, negative opinion on both voters. Trump beat Clinton here in 16. The group swung to Biden in 20, and they're now back with POTUS 45 with Sir, uh, Sir, Sir, cumulative inflammation inflation under Biden at nearly 20%. This Trump edge will only grow. However, the poll notes that Biden is leading Trump by three points among these double hater voters when it comes to those who are certain of their vote choice. But the survey also shows that 37% of their voters remain fluid in the in their choice, indicating an opportunity for for the for voter change of course it's going to be now the swing states are going to be easier to get now after the things you've seen in these states pennsylvania you've seen how um biden claimed them as their home as his home state but then uh there's been a lot of situations where he hasn't even been there to back him up for uh, Michigan you have the auto workers the auto industry where they're being forced to make EVs and then people are struggling to be able to work in those states also due to the whole Biden economics and uh, making making things slow down to be able to not be able to purchase anything with higher interest rates and higher inflation causing higher prices that now these guys, these voters in these th in these states are starting to realize that it wasn't such a smart idea to vote for a guy just because you didn't like the other one for what he would say on social media. That's what it comes down to. That's what it boils down to is that they just voted for a guy just because they didn't like the other guy for things that he would say. But life was a whole lot better with the guy that would might just talk a bunch on social media, but does it matter? As long as your life is better. It shouldn't, but nowadays it just seems like Americans are more like crybabies. And that's why our country is in the mess that it is for four years now. 
it's just like a difficult thing to be able to talk about because it's just a bunch of stupidity that took place three years ago and hopefully that things will change here in another year so that way it can be better for all, for all of us and the world because well, it's stupid in the White House, it's stupid around the whole world. And we need all that to change and quickly. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, taking the... Um, thank you to our military, the men and women that wear the blue, the EMT, the fire department, and thank you, my listeners. Uh, if you guys like this content, please let anybody else know about it so that way they can be able to be a part of it. And also, please do like it. Like it. Add it to your uh, listening so that way you can know when uh, future... Uh, future episodes come on and you can right away uh, build to listen to those other net good night and see you on the next one